Hello and welcome to episode 10 of A Diamond in the Plus. I can't believe I'm on episode 10 and that I've kept going with it each week because as I spoke about before, I'm such a person that stops, starts things, so what a me. <laughs> this week I spoke with the lovely Rihanna and we had a chat about chronic illnesses and general body image and things like that. Um, if you haven't checked out her page, go and check her out. She posts some really great things around her chronic illnesses, including PCOS and some great body positivity content. We're not doctors, we're not health professionals. So please, if any of the stuff in this episode resonates with you and you think, oh shit, I might have similar, please speak to your GP. Don't just go off of what we say. Anyway, here's the episode. Check out Rihanna's page and thank you again for listening. Hi, and welcome to A Diamond in the Plus, a podcast with me, Jade Wakeling, about how to feel a little bit more confident in your own skin. Um, it's nice to get to record with you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, have you have you been up so much today, or is it a quiet one? No, I've got I've got a um Charlotte Tilbury collab to film, so I've done my makeup. Nice, and that's yeah. about it. I thought you were that, looking that's... very glam. Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't planning on it, and then somehow this happened. Yeah, oh bless you. No, that's great. I, yeah, I'm jealous. I'd like to work with Charlotte Tilbury. Um, so tell us a bit about your Instagram page. So my Instagram is the ramblings of Rihanna. So I'd originally started it as a blog um, and then sort of moved to the social media side. Yeah, so it was originally supposed to be just a blog. And then my Instagram was purely to like promote the blog. But then somehow it ended up with my Instagram being like a body positive Instagram. Okay. It sort of went and just it went from there. Um, I think I posted just a couple of outfit pictures and then sort of I went in my first underwear picture and then it sort of it carried on and now it's mostly about body positivity um as well as like chronic illness and mental health ad- advocacy so yeah but that's quite nice in a way that it sort of went from like just advertising your blog to like the body positivity side of things like it's quite nice it just sort of stumbled along yeah 100% it was it was strange it wasn't ever where I expected to go but I love it like I wouldn't change it now yeah, that's it, isn't it? And I think that's part of the fun that, I mean, when I started mine, I just hoped I would get to like a thousand followers and that, you know, I might feel a bit better about myself sort of thing. So it's just nice seeing it like unravel and and to realise there's so many other women out there that have the same mindset. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a bit overwhelming sometimes, like in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you see like the reach and that, you're like, oh my goodness, like that many people have seen me in my pants. Like, <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but it is, it's nice that, yeah, that there's so many women out there and it makes you feel a little bit less alone that like, you know, in my head it was, I'm the only fat person and I'm the only one going through these struggles. But actually like you meet so many like-minded women and see that like, you're all thinking the same things. Yeah, it's that's been a massive thing, I think, seeing how everyone else thinks. And I guess that's been like a major part in my sort of confidence growing. Um, it's played such a huge role. Yeah, yeah, that's it, I can imagine. And you said that um, you sort of talk about your chronic illnesses and that a bit. Um, would you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I've got polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, so PCOS. I also have, so in 2019, I was hospitalised. I was totally fine. I was like the same way I am now. Um, 
And then one day I was walking to work and I got like a chest pain and um, sort of thought nothing of it because I would walk. It was about 5,000 steps to work and 5,000 steps back. So it was like 10,000 steps each day. Um, thought nothing of it. And then we were sat here on the sofa on the night one time watching I'm a Celeb. And then I just couldn't breathe, um, which was Goodness. really random. Um, but yeah, so then the ambulance came because um, we had to ring 111 because I was like, I didn't want to ring 999. Like, couldn't breathe, <laughs> but I didn't want to ring 999. Yeah, so I yeah. rang 111 and, and they made me ring 999. Like they put it through. Um, so yeah, the ambulance came and did my like heart rate, all that sort of thing. So I think my heart rate was about 180. Oh, wow. um, whereas usually it was like 90, about 90. Goodness. Um, so I went to hospital, ended up, I ended up in the hospital for around around a month in and out so I did one night originally had morphine and stuff then went back and then I ended up doing like a week and a bit long stay and then went back it was a whole range of tests like CT scans um 24 hour urine samples like so many scans so many oh, heart scans um so they never fully got to the bottom of what it is okay um, so I'm re-going through all the tests at the moment but all I know is my lungs don't work properly um, and I have tachycardia, so my heart rate now is constantly resting about 150. Yeah. Um, so something that day changed. <laughs> I don't know what. But, that's crazy, yeah. though. And that's crazy that there's still, like, no definitive answer sort of thing as to what it is. Yeah. It's mad. So I've just seen a new doctor. So they're putting me sort of through all the same all the same tests, but we're hoping to get sort of get to the bottom of it and get something in place to mm. make it a little bit more manageable. Yeah, good. I mean, that must affect you so much day to day. And like for that, just to spring out of nowhere, like that must be so worrying. Oh, bless you. That's yeah, that's rubbish. And the PCOS, I've heard, like, I don't have it. I have endometriosis, which to me is bad enough. But I've heard that PCOS is like horrendously worse than that. See, I don't, I don't know. I feel like you can't compare. Um, because I feel like we all go through different struggles with sort yeah. of what we've got, if you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. That's yeah. just like not to put down what you were saying. No, 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 no. It's but, it, yeah. I suppose it's that exactly, and it's I suppose it's keeping that mindset that there's always someone else out there worse off than you. So yeah, yeah. but see, I I really struggled to get um like diagnosed with endometriosis. Like, I was I was going to the hospital from the age of like. 14 13 um like when I was on my period I literally like couldn't breathe I couldn't move like I was in agony and it took them years and years and they kept palming me off of like you know oh it's just period pains you need to get used to it but I was like off school a lot and just just struggled to do anything really um and then they well I ended up having an operation to get my appendix out and then they took it out and said there was actually nothing wrong with it and then they did an operation to remove my gallbladder and then again said there's nothing wrong with it and then it was like the third operation they were like oh it's endometriosis like you've had it in there the whole time but usually it doesn't show in people under 25 which is a load of rubbish because it does but just like just getting that diagnosis was like (laughs) such such a ball ache Oh my god, that's insane! That's absolutely awful. Yeah, I was really lucky because when I was I was hospitalized at about I think it was the age of eight. Um, I also have really bad IBS, and it turned out just to be that. But they literally got to the day of my operation for my appendix out, and then decided actually no, it's not. So I was really lucky. I just missed wow. that. But yeah, I went through the operation and they've removed it. And oh my yeah. god, yeah, it was just it was just the fact nobody had told me over all them years, and that I got to. 
I think I must have been about 22, something like that at uni. Um, and yeah, I just thought you've put me through all these operations and you've known the whole time what it is. But because some sciencey man says you can't get it under 25, like, like what? Like you've seen it in the flesh. You've seen it there. I just, I couldn't comprehend it. Oh, and that's such a load of rubbish because there are so many people on Instagram who I follow <laughs> who are under 25. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh my God. It's mental. So I only know like bits and bobs about PCOS. So can you tell me a bit more about it? <clears throat> yeah, of course. So for me, I have obviously cysts on my ovaries. Um, I do also have cysts on my cervix, which kind of aren't related, but they found the cysts on my cervix when they did like the internal ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Um, So... I have, I don't know if it's genetic, actually, but I've got a really strong family history. So on my dad's side, all of my aunties like, would have it. Okay, <laughs> so, oh, wow. Um, I'm not sure if it's always genetic. Like, obviously, I'm not I'm not an expert, but yeah. Um, so it causes, so for example, last, I have very, very irregular periods. Um, so I can go like six to 12 months without a period. Then last year, I had a four-month-long period, like, just didn't stop bleeding. Oh, my God, um, that's horrific. It was brutal. It was, <laughs> it was a very sad four months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, God, I um, bet. Oh, bless you. <laughs> it obviously causes weight gain and then, like, struggle to lose weight. Um, so for me as well, it's um, insulin resistance. So my body cannot regulate sort of my insulin and my sugar levels. So I'm on, like, the highest dose of metformin, which is a diabetes medication, because um, I was diagnosed with pre-diabetes mm-hmm. um, and that's supposed to help regulate like my blood sugars and stuff and yeah so that's it's supposed to be the reason why not that I'm bothered about losing weight anymore but why in yeah. the past when I've done diets I couldn't lose weight. Your blog is around like body positivity but also looking at the illness side of things do you think like women's health is discussed enough no, I don't think so. I think maybe we're getting towards the stage where it is, but I still think it's really, really stigmatised. Mm. Um, so that's one of the reasons. I know not everyone's fortunate enough to have a good support system, which is one of the reasons why I want to make my blog and my page a safe space for people who do want to talk about it. And when I first like announced that I had been diagnosed, the amount of messages I had, like people asking questions and people saying, like, oh my God, it's so nice to see someone else who you know it's openly talking about it yeah and it's a shame I think that people have to go through stuff like on their own and I also can't get my head around why it's stigmatized like it's no different than going to the toilet (laughs) yeah it's it's honestly that isn't it and I know like in workplaces before like I really like struggled to pluck up the confidence to like tell them about it and when I did like if they'd never heard of it they were just like what so you get a bad period and you're like no (laughs) like I'm in pain all month long (laughs) like it's a bit worse than just you know a few period cramps but you did sort of feel like it was downplayed and like you know oh like all women have it like you know just get on with it sort of thing so it can be quite hard to get that across and make people realize that like yes you know all women have periods but like you know this is this is different yeah definitely and it's I I think workplaces and stuff really do need to be more educated I mean, with that and any sort of chronic illness, I think, you know, especially with like invisible illnesses. So obviously it's a little bit off topic of PCOS, but with my lungs and stuff, and I know a lot of the girls that I've spoken to who go through, well, girls and guys um, who go through similar, um, you know, when we're young and we've got something wrong with us that isn't visible, mm-hmm. oh my God, the judgment you face. <laughs> like, it's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, oh, I can only imagine because, yeah, you're right. The minute you can't see an illness, people don't believe it or they downplay it. Yeah, like if you need to use like the lift, for example, instead of the stairs. And sometimes the looks you get from like older people and it's just like, oh, do you want me to die? Like walking yeah. the stairs? <laughs> like, there's <laughs> a reason there's a reason for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's exactly that, isn't it? So like I, I sometimes feel that like when I talk about my illnesses and like stuff like that, that especially with health professionals that they sort of divert it back to my weight which really angers me because I had these problems when I was a size 12 so like they're not linked have you ever experienced anything like that oh a hundred percent like my whole my whole life yeah um, I I remember when I went to the doctors when I was younger I can't even remember what it was for but I'm pretty sure it was something stupid like an ear infection yeah and I had a puffer coat on um, which shouldn't matter but it was nothing to do with my weight went to the doctors and they brought up my weight and it was just like my mum was like she's wearing a big coat you kind of see what size she's wearing but there's nothing to do with what's wrong with her obviously luckily I had my mum with me at that time um but so many it is it's I've had it so many times that I've you know especially when I was younger I would end up in hospital or need to go see a doctor or whatever and it would constantly come back to weight and I was just like I don't like you're not listening to me <laughs> like yeah. I had these, I had these same experiences when I was a few dress sizes smaller so like you can't put it down to weight and there's no proof that it's down to weight so oh definitely when I went into hospital for my chest I tried to get it across to them that I had been that same weight for years and I had been walking 10,000 steps daily for me to then not be able to walk any more than a thousand steps yeah that is not due to my weight yeah it's something that went wrong in my body that needs to be fixed yeah but obviously so many of them I think it's that and it's their first reaction, isn't it? Not all of them, but some of them. It's their first reaction to just, yeah, just go that route. It's down to your weight, it's down to this, blah, blah, blah. Lose weight, it'll be fine. And, like, you're not actually listened to. Like, I ended up in hospital probably about a month or so ago um, with just awful cramps, awful, awful pain. I thought was an ovarian cyst. Um, And, yeah, you were just just palmed off, just completely palmed off for it. And, And I just think like I don't understand it at all no it's like BMI is so outdated yeah like it is so ridiculously outdated I mean I think for me it says my healthy weight is between eight and ten stone (laughs) yeah I like that that's just insane to me um and it's so much is based on your BMI and stuff shouldn't be based on your BMI but yeah. It's such an outdated system and hopefully they make the change. But that's obviously we're seeing changes in so many other ways. Like I think fashion brands, etc., mm-hmm. are making the changes. But I'm still yet to see it in like the medical. Yes. <laughs> I'm with you there. Things. I think sometimes like fashion and like Instagram wise and things, there's like almost like a perfect plus size body. So I see that, well, I sort of feel that that's like women that, you know, have the big boobs, big bum, but smaller waist and big thighs, but like not too big. And I I still think that side of it is glamorized a bit more. And, you know, other plus size bodies are still a bit looked down upon. Yeah, like the big thighs, but there's no cellulite or the stomachs, (laughs) but they're still perfectly flat. You know, no double chin and the boobs are still perky. You've got sort of I feel like a lot of brands will advertise as plus size and then they'll use girls like that, which those girls are beautiful. Yeah. But it's not. It doesn't represent the plus size community. 
Yeah, exactly that. It's um over the last year I've started, well, really started. I haven't gone far with it, plus size modeling. But sometimes when like um casting things come out, it's asking for a plus size girl, but between a size 12 to 16. And I'm a bit like, oh, <laughs> like, oh like, my God. Yeah. And I just read it and think, is is that plus size like who am I to say what is and what isn't but I certainly don't count a size 12 as plus size in any shape or form I mean I would even count a size 16 as plus size not anymore no 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 it's it can can get you down in that way like I must admit when I like first got signed or whatever I was really excited you know I thought I was going to be the next Ashley Graham or whatever but like it's it's not the case it's not the case because there's still that ideal plus size body and it's still a lot smaller than actual yeah plus size. a thousand percent yeah and I think um, especially like on Instagram I have recently seen a lot of small businesses and this isn't just like small businesses I love small businesses a lot of work goes into them but they'll advertise themselves as a plus size boutique and they'll stop at a 16 or 18 yeah or the yeah. other week, the other month, there was one that like asked me to advertise their products. And they went up to a size, I think it was 22 or 24. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, and I went on the website and there was one item that was a size <laughs> 20, 22. And I was like, no, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to advertise this. I'm sorry, but it's just not. Yeah. it's um. I, I was reached out to one the other week who said they did plus size. And once you got past the size 16, it was a one size fits all. And supposedly oh, it was no. from a size 18 to 32. And it was just these big, like, smock things. And I was just like, just get lost. Like, <laughs> don't insult me. Like, you're literally trying to get me to promote a potato sack, basically. Like, <laughs> like come on. Ridiculous. Oh, God. you got to yeah. laugh. But, like, it is, it, it does get you down. Like, even sort of when brands have, like, the separate plus size section, I'm a bit like... Like why? Why do I need to click a different tab because I'm fat? Like I don't, I don't understand. Definitely, I've got the past week. There's been some amazing brands reach out to me to work, which I'm so grateful for, and I love the brands. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna, you know, name names. I do love the brands, and I went to the section that they wanted me to put my clothes from, and there was thousands of things, and then you filter them to them in my size, and it goes down to like less than three hundred yeah. items, and you know all the nice bits. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't the other section. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I found some lovely clothes, and I do think they've still got a good range. Yeah, but I think it needs to be worked on. Yes, it's that. I mean, I just can't understand why you need a whole separate like design for the plus size clothes. Like, just do the normal clothes in plus sizes. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, no, me neither. And usually, it's something so bloody ugly. Like, they'll <laughs> put random slogans on it or sparkles that we don't yeah. want. <laughs> Or the weird it, butterfly it, sleeves and yeah. Yeah. It's, no. <laughs> I, I am grateful though that it's improved a lot since I was younger. Like I think back to the stuff that was available when I was a lot younger and yeah, there really wasn't as much at all. Yeah, definitely. And I think there is a thousand percent, like I know I said that about those brands, but the clothes that I got are beautiful and there is still a good range. It's just not as good of a range as for the straight size people. Yeah. And but it's like, that, isn't it? And, and like we almost shouldn't have to be like just accepting of the fact like, oh, but at least there's a few. Like, no, there should be there should be equal amount of plus sizes there is the normal sizes. So Yes, definitely. Yeah, simple. <laughs> So um, have have you sort of struggled with your weight a lot growing up or, you know, like how your body's changed as you've got older? 
Oh God, yeah. Um, I think I was listening to you on with Body Posy Child, um, and that was saying about starting puberty at a young age, and I was exactly the same. I started puberty when I was, I well, I had my first period when I was ten. Oh, um, so my, you know, I was also, as you two, the first one in school to wear a bra. Yeah. Um, so. I feel that one um but yeah I was always sort of the bigger girl on my blog the other day um I spoke about how in year five we had to stick up on like a little board our pictures and next to our new year's resolution year five so I would have been what would I have been nine ten mm-hmm. I think and I I stuck up next to my little picture to lose weight in year five Aww. and that makes me so sad oh that's and, like, really sad it was the same throughout school. Like I was always the bigger one, you know. There was always comments made. It was so hard. Um, but yeah, I think you know it's impacted so much. And I had really, really, really bad mental health struggles when I was younger, and the majority of that was around my weight. Mm. Uh, you know, I hated my body so much. Mm. Uh, but. I guess that's exactly why we're doing what we do now. That's why you yeah. were saying it's for the younger generation. Yeah exactly that isn't it it's just trying to spread that message that there's different body shapes out there and it's okay and it's okay to like your body if you're a bit bigger like yeah it's, not definitely. <laughs> it's yeah but no I know I, I'm like you I struggled a lot when I was younger a lot um so if you could say like one message to yourself then when you was younger like what would you say oh god um my message to myself would just be like to not worry I would love to tell my younger self where we are now. Like, that would be <laughs> yeah. amazing because I used to love makeup and I love fashion and to be working with some amazing makeup and fashion brands, but in a way that raises awareness, yeah. you know, in a way that helps younger people now. I would love to be able to show us that yeah. so that instead of hating our body, we could be like, oh my God, look what we can do. And- yeah, what's going to happen for us? I'm exactly the same. I think younger Jade would not have believed me at all because she thought... <laughs> She thought that I should lock myself in a room and not be seen by anyone. So, yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Sort of the steps you can take and how that evolves. Yeah, no, that's really good. So what would you say? I like to get people to discuss like their body insecurity, just to sort of, you know, anyone out there listening can hear about it and know that it's not just them with that insecurity. So what would you say you're sort of hung up on about yourself? So I've got two. My main one is my teeth. For some reason, okay. they just make me feel really self-conscious. I hate my teeth. Oh, bless um, And then also, it's the same as the last one, my chin, Um, which suggests there's been so many of us now that I've said that. We yeah. need to start normalising our double chins in photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly. But I think it's even that, isn't it? That, that like I said, that ideal plus-size body, like the face is still very chiselled and it's like, no like a lot of plus size women don't have that we have the chins and yeah Yeah, definitely I think it's less shown whereas you know I've seen other girls with um the same tummies the same arms I used to hate my arms whereas now they don't bother me the same tummies arms and legs but I haven't seen so many double chins so maybe it's not as normalized in my head yeah if that makes sense yeah no no I get you and I think if it's something that people are still like feeling insecure about they're probably trying to take pictures slightly hiding it or you know which which I understand because I would say that I'm still insecure about my arms I don't always show them from like a side on view in pictures because it panics me (laughs) a bit still so yeah it's probably people sort of even if it's like subconsciously trying to avoid you know photos like that 
it's hard isn't it like but that's, that's I guess that's what you said you know it's not a linear journey we're all working on it we're getting there and that's we've been programmed our whole lives into thinking that our bodies aren't good enough and yeah. now we're trying to undo that and it's so difficult yeah. but yeah we'll God, get it's, it's that entirely and it's I, I get so many messages off women and I say to them like small steps are like such a big step like don't trivialize it like honestly like as, as I said going out with your arms on show or you know getting your legs out like if if that's a big step for you it's a big step and like you said we've been programmed to hate ourselves <laughs> and want to change it so yeah it's a hard thing to sort of go back the other way I mean I think last year would have been the first year I've ever had my arms and legs on show and it was huge me like too. at one point I didn't even want to go in the garden because I was like oh my god the neighbours but now I'm just like yeah, yeah. okay like oh, I walk around the house in my underwear now yeah, <laughs> yeah. the internet's seen it but yeah oh god honestly I'm I'm the exact same that that was me I wouldn't go sunbathe in the garden or anything because it was like or if I did it was in trousers and the top (laughs) like I wouldn't yeah me too I was fully panicked so no it's like so yeah well done us well done us for getting our bodies out (laughs) I'm proud I'm proud of us (laughs) yeah damn right oh well it's been so nice to talk to you thank you for giving me the time yeah thank you so much for including me no no worries at all I've got him now just fighting chewing and <laughs> I know, that was good timing <laughs> what not all of a sudden he's decided he doesn't want to nap he wants to play oh, but he's too cute you he can't be mad at the little face <laughs> yeah, sweetheart yes thanks oh. thanks